This is Jeff Johnson. Join me for the KYMN Morning Show, weekdays 6 to 9, right here on your radio station, KYMN Northfield. 95.1, the one station where you won't hear the same songs hour after hour. Dirt and grime from your carpet, hardwood, tile, and laminate floors. When you're in need of cleaning, demand the yellow van and call Service Master by Ayat today. Demand the yellow van. Call Service Master. Hi, I'm Kirk Mullenbrook, the new market president for Merchants Bank in Northfield. With more than 30 years in banking and nearly 20 years as a Northfield resident, I'm proud to bring my experience to a community bank that aligns with my values and embraces community commitment. It's a privilege to serve our local families and businesses, and I look forward to being a resource for you as we help you realize your hopes and dreams. I hope to see you around town and welcome the opportunity to visit with you. On behalf of your friends at Merchants Bank, have a fun and safe summer. Good morning and welcome to a Raider Wrap on the 18th day of September 2021. Good morning, Jimmy LaRue with you. Really big shoe for you again today, hopefully. Anyhow, that's the uh, anticipation. Uh, looks like we've got some great guests coming up yet today. We've got uh, Tim Tortenson, uh, head coach of the volleyball team. Hopefully he'll be uh, rolling through here pretty soon. And that could be him sneaking in the back door right now, as a matter of fact. Um, also, we've got uh, Brent Yule. He'll be on the program today as well, the new uh, head coach of the football team for the Raiders. And uh, AJ will get us caught up to what's going on with cross country with uh, Mac Haynes and Will Bowmeister. That's coming up. And then, of course, the Raiders scoreboard. All of that fun stuff coming up yet today on the Raider Wrap. Today looks like we got some sunshine and some light south winds and a high of around 75. It's going to be a beautiful day today. And then for tonight, mostly clear, cooling off to around 64. Tomorrow looks like it's going to be a little bit on the breezy side, 15 to 20 miles an hour with gusts into the 30 miles an hour range and a high of 85. Tomorrow night, mostly clear, a low around 66. And then for Monday, a chance of showers and thunderstorms throughout the entire day, pretty much. Uh, some uh, gusty winds, 25 to 30 miles an hour, high near 75, and much of the same for Monday night, but cooling off to around 50. We've got plenty of sunshine and 61 in the Cannon Valley area, and we welcome our head volleyball coach for this morning, and Tim, Tim Torstenson. Good morning. Morning. How are we doing? Doing well. How about you? Yeah, you made me sweat a little bit there. <laughs> well, you said sorry you, about that. You said you see me at 10 o'clock. You weren't kidding. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Caught a train on the way in, of course. Doggone it. Anyhow, so hey, no no harm, no foul. We're all good to go. Last year, uh, it was a shortened season last year, yep. and you guys were undefeated pretty yep. much. And I can't, did they have a... a playoff? There was no tournament. Was they there? started this. They were going to do the section tournament, and then... They shut it down right before it started. So, um, so no, there was no section tournament last year. We just played the conference schedule. Yeah, so there was a lot of hope for, for, for last year with the undefeated season. The girls were pretty happy. They are pretty jacked up about it. But uh, you graduated several of your players. Yes, we did. And uh, now, I mean, you've got, I mean, it's a well-rounded group. I mean, really, when you think about it, I mean, you've got a lot of, 
you've got a couple of seniors, a couple of juniors, sophomores. Um, mm-hmm. You got a freshman. I mean, if you start, you know, you start looking through this and, and whatnot. You know, Sydney James is on there, and Tegan Timpersley. Let's see, our seniors are uh, Caitlin and uh, Tawny. So uh, they brought some leadership from that team from last year. Yeah, um, they actually our captains are our three juniors this year. Um, Caitlin and Tawny return. Um, didn't see a lot of time last year. Um, playing wise, um, we had a lot of, it's graduated seven seniors. So, um, but yeah, they've been in the program for a while. Tawny, uh, or Tawny has been in the program the whole time. Caitlin came to us, um, a couple years ago on a transfer. Um, so, um, as the season started, they've, they've gotten some playing time, um, and contributed. We had a tournament last weekend in Marshall and we switched our lineup on our last, um, on our last match and they both got some considerable playing time. So that was good. Yeah. So now the freshmen and the sophomores that you have, did they see any playing time last year at all either? Um, not so much. No. So our freshmen coming in, we start, sometimes we start three freshmen, um, or we have been in our lineup. And, um, so no, they were, all three of them were on the JV last year, um, but have contributed a lot already this year. So, is there anything that you do differently with the JV? Do you have the same type of conditioning? Do you have the same we type practice of drills? together? Yep. So the JV and varsity do everything together, um, and so they go through the same st- type of stuff that the varsity goes through each practice. So yep. So this year you're probably going to get in a full schedule. I'm assuming or hoping. I'm hoping. So that's, yes, uh, that's like thirty games. Is it how many? How many games? Yeah, it ends up being around thirty games. Yeah. Yep. So Depending year, on tournaments and stuff. Yeah. So last year the shortened season was like uh, I don't know if it was thirteen or it 14 was thirteen. Games? Thirteen games. Yeah. Yep. Unlucky. Thirteen. Yes, thirteen exactly. and zero. Oh, right. uh, <laughs> so you're right now. You're right in the middle of the pack. Um, you've got uh, five wins and three losses. Mm-hmm. So I mean you're above five hundred. I'm looking at Red Wing here. They got fourteen games. I don't know if this is a misprint or not. But do they? How do they have so many more games? Than Played already. Else? They may have gone to two tournaments. So when we when you go to tournaments, you either are playing four or five matches um, in a weekend, and so that tends to boost your amount of obviously games that you've played. So we've been to one tournament in Marshall. We played five, um, and then next weekend we are at Apple Valley. We'll play another five, um, and then Lakeville too. So um, yeah, depending on what tournaments you go to and when you go to them, it can really adjust how many matches you've played because we've only had one conference match so far. Um, the one on Thursday got postponed because of a refing shortage. There's a refing shortage this year. So um, this next week's full for us because we play Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot of volleyball. Yeah. I mean, is this the, that's the roster right there? I mean, that's it? That's all, that's all you got? That's all we got. That's all we got. Yep. Uh, well, I'm going to do the math. Let's see. That's 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 maybe? Yep. 14 on your roster. Are you going to play Five out of six days. Yep. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of it's volleyball. It's a lot. So, I mean, will they st- they'll probably see, some of these will probably see some some more action, huh? Yeah, they'll probably, yeah. Given our schedule this week, it's going to be, it's going to be a grind. So, yeah, we may try our different lineups. We have two that we usually go to. So, um, we'll see how it goes. Um, so, when you go into Apple Valley and Lakeville and stuff mm-hmm. like that, you said it's a, um, it's a tournament? Yep. So, it's kind of a round-robin thing. You just... It's the, some of them are set up different ways. You play someone, and then if you lose, you go to a different bracket. If you when you continue to go, continue to play um, in the winners bracket. So depending on how they're set up, one set up where you play pool play, and then you get into a bracket afterwards. Um, but 
most of them now are just set up at bracket right away. And then if you win, you keep going. If you lose, you go the other way. So how do you adjust? Well, how do how do you adjust or how do you address your players when, you know, you were 13 and 0 last year, you were mm-hmm. on a roll, things were just going, going, going. And now this year you kind of come out, you know, you got a, a couple wins here, a couple losses. Yeah. There. We have some growing pains we need to get through. They haven't, you know, some of them, well, they haven't played together for a long time. I mean, most of them play club, but they're not playing with each other on the same team. So it's just getting them um, to play together and getting through some of the growing pains because we are pretty young um, with our starting lineup. And um, like the Marshall tournament that you go to, it's almost like a mini state tournament. There are that many ranked teams. Like we lost to Champlin, who's ranked third in the state. Um, And it was a close one. Um, Played Sioux Falls, who's a tough team too. Um, so it's just getting through some of those. <laughs> I mean, we're up, we're up one point away from winning against Champlain Park, and then we end up losing that one. So it's just getting through stuff like that, getting them to play together. Um, and so that's what our goal is, so that they're playing the best by the time we get to section tournament. When we when we talk about playing together, is it? Is it miscommunication? Is it mental error? What, what's what's going on with that? All of those things. All, all of those yes. things. We've had some mental breakdowns and and some miscommunications too. And um, but again, it's just getting them the time and reps in practice and in matches um, so they feel comfortable playing with each other. Is it is it they're out of position or they're going somewhere that they think they should be going or the ball, you know, they think the ball's coming. I mean, seriously, I know you guys got actual, I don't know if they're plays, but they're, but you have a way of playing the game. It's not, when I play sand volleyball, I'm just out there trying to figure out how to get to the ball. That's it. You know I mean? But in this, there has to be some sort of, um, play or, or, yeah. And it's getting them most of the time. It's just getting them, them into, like defensive position where they need to be um who needs to take which ball comes over it's it's things like that where a lot of times if you, if they haven't played together um they don't know how each other react to certain situations and that's what we try to get them to do and get ingrained into their brain this is what you need to do in this situation this is who's next to you you need to communicate about who's taking the ball where you're going it's so those are the things we work on and do you keep them like in you know i mean uh, there's six people on the floor at all times so mm-hmm. uh and there's six spots yep. so do you kind of keep them in a box so to speak or? no not necessarily it's that's kind of the design of what however your team decides to play defense or what they need to do um and so no they're not in, i mean they're in their specific spots but it's it's kind of different spots not necessarily their own little box in the court so is there one way of doing it, or do no, you, there are do you have a, ways of doing yeah, it? Yeah, man. Do yep. you as a, a what's your philosophy then, or how do you want to play that? Or well, so like we we tend to I, we work on defense a lot in practice. That's kind of because offensively these girls are playing with their with their club teams, and offensively we don't struggle very often. Um, it's defense, at, at least in, in high school volleyball. Defense is what wins you matches um, being able to pass being able to play defense um, and getting the ball back to the other side so the other team can mess up um, is kind of our focus so we focus a lot on defense and have a specific way of doing things and because of that some of the girls when they play with their other clubs or other teams it's different 
not a lot different, but there are subtle things that we do that we have to remind them to do or teach them to do. So, uh, so yeah, you had a shortened season last year. Yep. Did you have much practice either when you, when you did that? And so, so we had started before we knew we were going to have a season, they were allowing us to have like a couple practices a week. Um, and so we started that. And then once we knew the season was happening, then we were able to have full practice. So, um, we didn't get a full preseason like we usually do, um, where we have two a days. I mean, we were just going after school for a couple hours like a regular. But, no, we didn't get our, our full preseason practice in. Uh, 12 minutes after 10, and uh, Tim Torsons, and head coach, head volleyball coach for the Raiders, is on our program here today. Anything different this year from last year? Are they still the protocols? Are there certain protocols that you and your team have to adhere to? Yeah, so because we're inside... Um, and Northfield schools requires masking inside. The coaches and players on the benches have to wear masks. So anytime they come off the court um, or even like entering the building for practice, we ha- or the girls have to wear masks. But once we're practicing or they're active, they don't have to, but we have to. Coaches always have to. So that's kind of the protocol. Another one is it's up to the teams if they, like typically you switch sides between sets um and we've decided at northfield that we're just not doing that and i would think most of the matches i've watched are the ones we've been to we haven't switched sides so and i don't think the girls mind that because then we at home we have an amazing cheering section and so we're always in front of the cheering section so and i think they like that so i don't mind that one and i don't i wouldn't be surprised at some point if the state high school league just decides that there won't be switching, but who knows what's going right. to happen. Right. Well, and, I, and from a sanitation or, you know, yeah. from th- keeping things clean or whatever the deal is, it's probably easier that way. Yep. I always I always found it to be kind of interesting when you would switch sides because mm-hmm. sometimes lighting is different or, mm-hmm. you know, there's always something that's a little bit background different. Yeah, background. And, and, and yep. it can, it really does, can affect the way, like, sometimes you're dominant. As long, if you're on this side, you win. Right. <laughs> if you're on that side, it seems like your odds of winning get worse. Yes. And when you're in front of your home cheering section, it makes it a little bit easier. But also the whole background thing, I think of it like um, like pitchers or hitters in baseball. If there's a different background, it's harder to pick up the ball sometimes. And I think that can happen in volleyball too because you're picking up the ball to pass it. Um, and so that changes it too. So if you're on a roll, that could be a good thing. Right. If you're in in the hole, <laughs> that it might be, be nice to switch. <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, you go, "Hey, I think we'll switch this time." Right. Huh? What about it? Okay, yep. so you're five and three. You're over five hundred. So that's got to be enlightening. Um, do, are you seeing the growth? Eight games in. I mean, you talk about defense. You talk about mm-hmm. that stuff. I mean, are you seeing? Are you are you feeling it? Yeah, I think we are. We've had. I mean, the losses, like I said, that we've had were tough. I mean, we lost to number two Egan. We lost to number three, Champlin Park. And so, but we want to have those experiences and that's why we schedule those teams. But I think, you know, playing competition like that, we've seen really good growth so far um, from when we first came in. We had a couple scrimmages to begin with and we played okay. Um, But getting competition like that and being able to play really pushes the girls. And yeah, I think we've made... A, a lot of progress since the beginning of the well, year. Well, Champlain Park, even, I mean, you got to win. You got one, you know, you yeah. won one of the two, yep. two. So um, I noticed that some of them are three zero, some of them are one and two. Yeah. I mean, so when you go to a tournament, it's always best out of three. Okay. And then the regular season games are 
best out of five. So that's what the change is on okay. those. Yep. So yeah, okay. So that tells me you had yeah, yeah, the one. There's like two, three, four. Yeah, you've had like you've got several several tournaments that you've you've participated in. Um, you, Sioux Falls, did they come here? No, they went. You went to Southwest. So that was all at Marshall, and they typically come from Sioux Falls to that tournament. We've played them before. This year they were really strong. So yeah, all five of those matches were in Marshall. So, well, you know, five and three, gotta like that. Yeah, I'll take that. You'll take that. Yep. Let's see who we got coming up. Okay, so Monday tomorrow, or, yeah, east. two days. So you got East Mankato East, Dallas and Mankato. Then Red Wing comes up here. Then yep. You got Owatonna. Uh, back down there, Rochester's up here. Um, can you can you come watch the games this year? Oh yeah, yes you can. So is, I'm sure there's the, the fans probably have to wear masks and. Yeah, I th- well Northfield has allowed like some. I th- this is the way it has been. Our well, we've only had one home match, so um, no, we've had two. Sorry, um, they've allowed fans to come in, and it's their option um, at sporting events. I don't know if that will change or what they're going to do but as of now that's been been their policy so and then uh, do you stay in touch so to speak with joel olson or are mm-hmm. you with the high school department are they talking to you or yes uh, for sure joel will let us know anything that that comes up or we need to change as far as protocols go awesome well hey thanks for joining me you bet you were live in studio even yeah this is unheard <laughs> of i i can't i can't remember doing this <laughs> You got me on an open weekend, so that's good. It's awesome. We appreciate yeah. you coming in. Yeah, thanks Thank for you so me. much. Head coach for the volleyball team, 5-3, and three, the Raiders, and uh, they'll take on uh, Monday night. So, yeah, go check them out and get into that uh, to that fan base and start rooting and hollering for these gals. They're doing a great job and making some advancements. So uh, Tim Torstenson is our guest this morning. We'll have more coming up from Brent Yule along with some A.J. Reister gets us in touch with the boys cross-country. Say that real quick. And uh, that, that and more are all coming up right here on the Raider Wrap. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. You may have heard we now have Southern Minnesota's newest LASIK Center, a fixed laser site at our Faribault location with the latest technology available. But it isn't just technology that makes for a good LASIK experience. I've been doing this for 25 years. I have over 10,000 LASIK procedures under my belt, and that's when I stopped counting 10 years ago. Ritchie Eye Clinic. Check us out, RitchieEyeClinic.com. Did you know mutual insurance companies are for everyone? And mutual insurance companies provide coverage at or near cost? Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance, all decisions are made locally, so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. So for homeowners, auto, or farm combination package quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by your name, not your policy number. And that's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. The buying and selling process of a home can be intimidating, so let an experienced local Professional Pride Realtor help navigate you and be your best advocate through the entire process from start to finish. Their caring and honest agents and staff want you to be successful in selling your current home or finding the home that's right for you. Professional Pride Realty is dedicated to providing a more personalized service while educating buyers and sellers on today's ever-changing Changing market. Professional Pride Realty, providing you with good information to make good decisions. 
Heritage Bank is the locally owned bank that cares about this community and a bank that you can count on. At Heritage Bank, the mortgage process is convenient and easy. Their real estate mortgage specialists will help guide you through the process of buying a home. Heritage Bank is honored to be voted the best bank in Northfield in 2020 and is looking forward to continuing its fantastic service in 2021. During your visit, don't forget to grab some coffee at the Hideaway Vault located inside Heritage Bank in Northfield. Heritage Bank would like to wish the Raiders the best live luck this season. Let's go Raiders! Hi, this is Barb from Professional Dental Group, letting you know that the doctors and staff are proud to call themselves Norfield Raiders sports fans. Professional Dental Group has delivered the same exceptional care for over 35 years. Whether you are scheduling for a general visit or an emergency appointment, we are excited to see your smile. So on behalf of Dr. Becky Johnson, Dr. Brian Craby, Dr. John Nowak, and Dr. Tyler Yonke, go Raiders! Good morning and welcome back to a Raider Wrap. Sunshine, plenty of it, and it looks like we're slowly starting to creep up a little bit there. We're up to 63 in the Valley area, and we're on our way to 75 today. It's just going to be a glorious, glorious day today. High of around 75 tonight, low around 64 tomorrow. Sunshine again in 85, but the winds pick up a little bit and kick up out of the uh, south. Uh, south-southwest, about 15 to 20 with gusts in the 30. And then for tomorrow night, it looks like mostly clear, and then we'll run 66. We'll see some see some showers and some thunderstorms possibly for Monday and through Tuesday, and then we'll start clearing off Tuesday night and Wednesday. should have another beautiful day throughout the rest of the week all the way through through till Friday. So 21 minutes after 10 o'clock this morning, and we welcome the... Uh, Head football coach. Uh, I can still say head football coach, I believe. Can't I, Brent? Yes, sir. <laughs> Brent Ewell, head football coach for the Northfield Raiders. He's probably a little, he might be a little hoarse tonight, so to speak. Uh, you had a pretty good win last night against Rochester John Marshall. You put up some good points and you shut them down. What was your uh, key to success last night? Yeah, Rich, it's just the same thing that we talk about, uh, you know, every single week. We try to just concentrate on what we do best and, and making sure our kids are playing playing with each other, playing for each other, um, you know, coming up with a lot of enthusiasm and energy and, and being tough and disciplined. And those are kind of the core values of our team. And, um, you know, I was just really proud all year. I've been really proud of the guys and how they fight. Um, you know, we've had some ups and downs throughout the year. And, um it, it, the the one thing that has kind of stayed steady is is, is they show up and they're and they're gonna and they're gonna you know our motto is keep pounding the stone and keep swinging our hammer and and they've done that this year so far and I'm really excited for the future and for the next upcoming weeks um, you know I've, I've told them constantly that if we, if we keep fighting and keep working on the execution part of football um, I think we can we can be in a lot of football games this year and give us a chance to make some plays to win. So you were behind Bubba Sullivan for several years and. You were finally handed the torch. Um, what have you done? Have you have you what have you done to stay the same, and what have you done to move into a different direction, as far as your coaching style? Uh, yeah, you know, I think to stay the same. I mean, first off, Bubba built such a great program here. Um, you know, he's a great mentor of mine. He's helped me out so much uh, while I was an assistant coach, and 
Um, and now currently as a head coach, you know, I refer back to him for a lot of things. Um, just being a first year head coach, it's a, it's a big task. Um, and, and he had so many great things in place that I wanted to keep with Northfield. I had such tradition in football. And um, even though the last couple of years, we struggled a little bit on the field. I mean, generally speaking, it's a, it's a pretty good football town and, um, and people care about it. You could tell by the support that we get throughout the community. And, um, you know, Friday nights at the games, we have an awesome atmosphere. Last night was great. Um, our student section is awesome. So um, I, I carry a lot of the traditions on that, that Bubba, that Bubba had, had set forth for the program. Um, and a couple of the new things, I don't know. I, I don't know that I, I really pinpointed anything different that I wanted to do. I think the biggest thing is that I tell the kids and tell our coaching staff is, um, you know, we do things a little bit differently, but it's how we do the things that really matters. Um, you know, you can have different schemes and do different things all you want, but if you don't do it with energy, if you don't play for each other, if you don't have toughness or discipline, it doesn't matter what you do. It's, it's how you do it. Looking at your roster, uh, you've got a lot of players. <laughs> I mean, you've got a lot of people yeah. on this team. I got two. I printed it out, and I had I needed two pages. So uh, you know, there's like twenty five a page. So yeah, you've got a, a pretty good sized team. We do. Yeah, we have. We have, our numbers are pretty good this year. Um, and you know, just looking to keep growing the numbers on the roster and just getting kids excited about football in Northfield. So um, we have about nine through twelve. We have about one hundred and five kids or so. Um, which is up a little bit from the previous years. Um, obviously, last year it was low. Uh, probably a big part of it was due to COVID. Um, so I think this year, um, you know, the kids are really, really excited about it and, and not having quite as many, um, quite as many protocols and stuff like that in place. And I'm just, I'm excited for these kids this year, and I'm excited for the future as well. I know our, our middle school program has a lot of numbers as well. So um, our freshman class, we have a really big freshman class. We have about 40 kids in it. So. I'm excited for them, and again, just looking forward to continually building uh, building our program, and um, you know, making it exciting for the kids in the community and creating really good opportunities for them. Uh, looks like uh, you returned Soren Richardson at quarterback, and uh, if I'm looking at it, and and correct me if I'm wrong, but the stats that I show, and um. And these stats could be wrong. It's the Minnesota State High School League that I pulled this off of, and 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 they, and they could be wrong in that. But uh, it's in three games. They they is it say it's thirteen for twenty. Um, and do you typically stick with the run game there, or are you, are you limiting the amount of passes that you have a game, or is this stat wrong? Uh, that's uh, that, I don't believe that stat is correct. After three games, I think that was maybe the first game. I think I believe he was thirteen for twenty in the first game and okay. had one hundred and fifty some yards. I mean, his stat line was pretty similar for Rochester Mayo, and I'm not 100% sure what it was last night, but I know he had like an 89-yard touchdown pass and, and was pretty accurate and had some other throws down the field. He's done a great job. Um, Coach Pagel and the offensive staff have done an awesome job as well um, of mixing run and pass and adding misdirection to our run game. Um, that was kind of one of the things that uh, Coach Pagel and I had sat down and talked about quite a bit through the offseason is, Formulating more of a uh, uh, formulating a consistent uh, consistent scheme that we can have um, that we can do and, and and that adds a lot of el- different elements to make the defense think. Um, I, I think that when you can get high school kids thinking and not reacting quite as much, uh, you know, we can we can gain we can make up for um, if there's a you know we can we we can take advantage of other teams' athleticism if we can if we can be prepared and we can add some of those different elements and get those kids thinking. So. Looks like your running game is uh, doing pretty well too. I mean, again, this stat is probably inaccurate to a degree, but uh, 
Ian Stanton, uh, the first game he averaged like 10.4 yards. Monahan, Charles Monahan was 9.2 yards per carry. Uh, you got to be impressed about that. You got a great offensive line going on, or is it this, these guys are that talented? Uh, you know, it's both. You know, I think the running backs are running pretty hard, but our guys up front, you know, they take a lot of pride in what they do. Coach Pagel, that's kind of his, um, that's his position group, and he's done a really nice job with them. And, um, you know, one of our stressors this year, too, just kind of with, um, you know, the, the lack of success we've had on the field the last couple of years, I think part of it boils down to just us not having as much confidence. And um, I think we got, we're playing with some confidence now up front in the backfield. And, um, you know, I think that just pays dividends. And we have, when they have confidence and they believe in themselves and they believe in each other, um, we play faster, we play more physical, and we just play a better brand of football. So I think we've been able to do that a little bit here as a coaching staff and, and the players have bought into it. And, uh, you know, we're just going to keep pushing forward and, uh, you know, keep building off of what we've done. Do you uh, do a huddle, do you huddle up at all or do you just do a run and gun kind of format? Uh, we we huddle mainly, so um, there's there's a time and place that we might uh, you know add some elements of of some, some no huddle types of stuff. But um, you know, it, I, I think our coaching, you know, the one thing with high school coaching is it doesn't matter what we know, it matters what the kids know, and, and if it's going to mess us up and take away from what uh, you know what we what we've been doing offensively, then it might not be worth us installing. So we're going to take a look at doing some different things where we can change tempo and go faster and slower and kind of control the tempo of the game to to how we want it. Um, but again, the number one thing is making sure that our kids understand what we're doing and they're locked in and, and ready to go. So, Brent Ewell, head coach of the Northfield Raiders, joins me this morning on the Raider Wrap. Your next game is against New Prague in New Prague, and you both have a 2-1-0 record. What's your... Uh, what do you know about New Prague, or you know, do you have a chance to do some scouting and things like that, or what do you know about New Prague and what what you need to do to scheme against them? Yeah, well, we're at the high school right now, uh, watching film on them, and um, yeah, I mean, I can tell you they're they're a good team. They're they're physical. They get off the ball up front, and they got some really physical backs, and um, you know, they've really made a lot of progress the last few years. Um, and, and uh, you know, they run a tough scheme offensively and defensively. They've got, they got hard-nosed kids. So, uh, you know, the challenge to our kids this week is going to be, um, you know, just being physical and, and, and getting off the football and, and, and matching the physicality or, or overwhelming them with physicality and then just executing. Last night we had a lot of penalties. And, um, you know, so I was a little disappointed with the discipline that we showed at times. And uh, so that's something that we'll address and we'll work on throughout the week. And we constantly do. Um, it's one of our core values of our team. And, I felt like we let it slip a little bit last night, um, and so we're just going to keep harping on the fundamentals of the game, and um, you know, be be ready for for next Friday night. Did you, as head coach this year, did you switch up any type of defenses or anything like that? To, uh, you know, show different looks or anything like that, or you pretty much stay status quo? Uh, you know, my biggest thing is, as as a head coach is, uh, you know, kind of one of the non-negotiables is that we just want to make sure offensively and defensively that we're consistent with what we do and that we're not teaching different schemes and, and kind of grab bagging every single week. Now, with that said, every single week we got a new little wrinkle that we might throw in that's within the realm of our scheme. So it doesn't get our kids doing something completely different, but it also allows us to try to, um, you know, take away some of, the other our opponents better athletes um and, and kind of take away what they do best and make them try to adapt and do something that they're not used to um so that's kind of the goal every week sometimes it works sometimes it doesn't last <laughs> week against mayo they had 
a lot of horses that we had to try to match up with. And, uh, you know, we just, we didn't make enough plays and, and we probably should have made some adjustments that we didn't make. But, um, for the most part, you know, like I said, we try to keep it the same weekly. Um, and then just with a couple little nuances that, that, uh, help us take away what, who their best player is and what their best plays are. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I think from offensively, even against Mayo, I mean, uh, you, you scored 22. I mean, they outscored you 49-22. But, um, you know, you've been putting some good points on board, 21, 22, 31. Um, so you got to be happy about the offense being able to drive down the field. Yeah, I certainly am. You know, one of our things, too, is we want to hold on to the football. You know, the team nowadays so often you see, you know, you hear about spread, no huddle, quick, up-tempo teams and um you know, the kids get on the field a lot of times when you do that. So it's, it's just, it's, it's, I think part of our philosophy is we want to hang out of the ball and we want to drive and get first downs and make sure we have quality reps and quality plays. Um, and that's one thing, like I said, the offensive staff, Coach Pagel, they, they've done a great job of, um, of doing that so far this year and uh, adding some, again, adding some new wrinkles within the scheme of what we do. And um, so I look forward to, to, to seeing weekly kind of how we adapt and, and keep progressing forward offensively. Uh, you're now the head coach. Is it uh, everything you dreamt about and more? Uh, it is. It's been great. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I couldn't do it without you know the support of um, you know our school administration, the kids. Uh, I have a great coaching staff, and obviously, I got to bring my wife up because she's been very understanding with all the time that I'm, I'm missing away from family. But um, it's it's been great. Um, and again, I, I just look forward to being a part of the program for a long time. All right, Coach. Well, listen. We'll let you. We'll let you rest those uh, those vocal cords there a little bit and get back to watching some film. And uh, thank you for joining me on the program today. Good luck to you and to the Raiders, and good luck next week against New Prague. All right. Thank you, sir. Have a great day. Yes, sir. Brent Mule, head coach, Northfield Raiders. We've still got some more interviews coming up with A.J. Reister and the boys cross country with uh, Mac Haynes and Will Bowmeister. That's all coming up along with the Raider scoreboard right here on KYMN Radio. 95.1 to 1. Northfield Ford Chrysler is the home of the best price guarantee. There is no question. We have the best price in the area for new Ford, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Ram. If not, we'll make it so. Bring in your deal in writing from another dealership, and if we can't match it or beat it, we'll write you a check for $500. Get started shopping. Stop in to Northfield Ford Chrysler, take a test drive, and we'll get you the best price on a new vehicle, guaranteed. Go Raiders! From everybody here at Northfield Ford Chrysler on Highway 3 in Northfield. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. The Cannon River Valley Estates neighborhood in Dundas is just about finished up, but we have a few lots remaining, and we'll have a home in this neighborhood for the Fall Parade of Homes starting September 11th through October 3rd. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. The Northfield Public Library invites everyone to join us for the 2021 Hispanic Heritage Celebration. La Biblioteca Pública de Northfield los invita a celebrar la herencia hispana 2021. Held on Saturday, September 18th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Central Park. Sábado 18 de septiembre de 11 a 6 de la tarde en el Parque Central. Featuring live music, dancing, food, and fun for the whole family. Hope to see you there. Con música en vivo, baile, comida y diversión para toda la familia. Los esperamos. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners and farmers fire, wind, and auto insurance. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with agents who know your name. 
So for homeowners, farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Good morning and welcome back to our Raider Wrap. 25 minutes in front of uh, 10 o'clock on a beautiful sunshine day. 75 is your high today, low around 64. Tomorrow, plenty of sunshine as well and 85. We're at 64 now in the Cannondale area. Welcome back to a Raider Wrap right here on KYMN. Don't forget, you can catch all of our football games right here on KYMN. 95.1, the one. So you catch New Preg's game. You can also stream it live at KYMNRadio.net. If you'd like to catch all the game, if you can't make it to the game, join us then. And you can also check back uh, if you want to check out the Raider Wrap for the uh, previous programs or uh, today's programming. We'll have that up online for you a little bit later today. So if you want to hear back to what's going on, you can do that just by streaming it right there on KYMNRadio.net under Raider Wrap. It's the 18th of september and it is national cheeseburger day all right so how do you observe national cheeseburger day you wonder well you grill it up or you fry up your favorite cheeseburger you don't even have to cook you can just go visit somebody and just order a cheeseburger i know that seems you know kind of obvious thank you captain obvious um but yeah that's about it. So how do you want to observe National Cheeseburger Day is go out and eat a cheeseburger. Also, it's National Dance Day. So if you uh, if you see me running around dancing in the streets later today, uh, that's why I'm doing it. I am just, I'm not just crazy. Okay? Thank you very much. All right, 23 in front of 11 o'clock. Let's get A.J. Reister in here and get him going with this interview with the boys' cross-country team. Century, doing something mean to it, do it better than anybody you ever seen. Do it, screams from the haters, got a nice ring to it. I guess every superhero need his theme music. No one Good morning, Northfield Raiders, and welcome back to Raider Rap. I'm AJ Reese, the Raider Class of 2022, here with boys cross-country captains Mac Haynes and Will Bowmaster. How are you two doing today? I'm doing great, Adam. Doing great. How are you, Will? I'm just doing wonderful. It's a great day. It's a great day to be a Raider. Absolutely. <laughs> well, we'll start off with some get-to-know-you questions. What have you guys been up to this summer? A lot of time I've just been working at Target and just trying to enjoy my summer. We're doing a lot of running. Um, leading captain's practice for the team, and um, you know, really just been uh, enjoying the summer, taking a break before school starts again. Well, you said you're working at Target. You've been doing any jobs this year, Mac? You're just kind of laying low. Um, I've been uh, working at Bethel Lutheran Church. Um, I've also been doing some yard work here and there, there just uh, make some quick cash. So there you go. And you guys are both going to be seniors this year. What kind of classes are you guys looking forward to taking? Looking forward is a strong word. I will be taking. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, no, but I'll be taking. Uh, the one I'm most excited for is probably going to be econ. 
I'm excited for that one. I'm also taking AP Physics, AP Calculus, uh, First Aid, Personal Finance, and AP Psychology. So nice. smart boy. Yeah. <laughs> what about you, Mac? I'm um I'm looking forward to uh, AP Calculus this year. I think it'll be a fun class, super challenging. Um, I also am taking a course up at St. Olaf this year, um, so I'm really excited for that program up there. So nice. What kind of classes are you taking at St. Olaf? Um, right now I'm in, signed up for uh, just a history class, American history. History, so. history, man. Yep. Nice. Are you guys in any other sports outside of cross country? Me and Will, we both are in Nordic and track. Nice. Yes, but I would suggest everyone join Nordic and track. Yeah. I, Will's captain for both. So yeah. Nice. Want to do a little plug? Yes, you should join Nordic if you want a great transition uh, from cross country uh, into the winter season. And then from the winter season to the spring season, you want to have track there to keep that endurance and that uh, that speed up. So nice. Yeah, join them both. Nice. Have you Absolutely. guys been, have you guys been looking at uh, colleges recently? You both, like I said, you both seniors, kind of getting into that transition period. What kind of colleges have you guys been looking at? Making any uh, harsh decisions yet, or kind of just laying out? Um. Well, I've um, I've been looking for a while. This summer, I went on college tours. Um, I've been looking out on the East Coast, and my top three choices have all landed in Pennsylvania. I've toured uh, my top three, and I'm really just thinking about them. Don't really know which one is uh, my favorite yet, but I'm still just thinking it over. Uh, my top pick is certainly WashU. Uh, I'm doing a virtual visit because of the pandemic in a little bit. Yeah, I like a lot of their programs there, and that's definitely my top pick. Um, other than that, I've been looking at the University of Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Michigan as my other pick, so... We'll start diving into the cross-country questions. You guys are both captains, led some summer practices this year. How, how did those go? Um, uh, I think they were a big success. Definitely, <clears throat> we put a lot more emphasis on game days this year. Um, <laughs> definitely tried to um, make it more enticing to come, make it a more kind of fun atmosphere. Not that they haven't been fun in the past, but um, we've really been trying to hype it up, uh, especially over social media. Um, we started a new Instagram account for like the cross country team. We promoted the summer practice a lot, um, and we really just tried to make it as fun of an experience as possible to get you know runners hooked on the sport and um, keep them coming back. Uh, bouncing off of what Max said, I mean, like this year um, we definitely have a younger team, uh, and we just want to encourage them to keep running and uh, not being pushed too hard to um, to run. So we really, like Max said, try to create a fun atmosphere. Like we really went. Um, out on the game days and um yeah we just tried to create a fun atmosphere so yeah, yeah. captain's practices went really well and nice. i think people responded well to uh to a more fun uh uplifting attitude so nice and speaking of those younger athletes are there any young runners you guys have your eyes on that could potentially make a big impact this season yeah there's definitely a few <laughs> we had one in the summer his name was mccoy but he quit and joined football yeah and that was unfortunate he was um Got a lot of uh, rock talent in him. Uh, Fletcher Aylin, uh, I can definitely see him going places. Carter Steenblock, he's not as young, but he's um, he's definitely got, he's got a lot of talent. Uh, Grant Argerbright, I can definitely see him going far. They really got the um, the mentality to keep pushing and um, just to give their best every single day. And mm-hmm. we'll, uh, I think that really um, uh, show itself um, later down the year when they're like um, seniors. And I think it really in the near like in like three years, mm-hmm. um, I think. Those young athletes who are really putting the work now 
uh, we'll definitely um, see the work blossom into um, hopefully uh, state. One person who's put in a lot of work, um, and he's kind of an older guy. It's Carter Schloman, contrary to his name. He's a fast guy. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but yeah, he's been putting in a lot of work. He wasn't the fastest guy a few years ago, but now that he's put in the work, he's one of our top guys. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does this year. So yeah, mm-hmm. yep, definitely be watching him. Yeah. And how are you guys looking at the whole team now? Whole team as a whole. How are we? How's the team stacking up against guys? The teams just in our conference and possibly moving into sections. So last year was a big year for us. We had two guys. Two guys, sending two, two guys girls. to state. Two guys and, and two, two guys. And two girls and two girls, which was, it's big for us. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now we've gone back to a, um, a younger team, but um, our younger team is still pretty competitive. Um, so I, I'd love to see um, how we can compete in this year, and especially uh, I'd love to look back, or love to look forward in like three years to see how our um, runners can do. Um, I think over the next few years, um, the cross-country program is really going to come up, and I think it's going to, I think our runners are really going to uh, make the mark in our conference. So I think after this last year, we lost both Martin and Nicole, who are top runners, uh, both on the girls' and boys' side. Um, But we still got some strong people coming back. Um, Adam, you're going (laughs) to hopefully be there for a few more meets coming off of some injuries. Mm -hmm. Um, But we also have Nathan, who's still going to come back stronger than ever. he was, yeah, the other, right. he was the other state qualifier. Was Nathan, yeah. so. Yep. so I don't know. It'll be interesting to see how we uh, how we adapt and uh, how we really uh, rock and roll this season. So I'm excited. Don't forget about yourself, Bowmaster. You're yeah, right up there. Sure, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you are, Will. I'll try really hard, um, and hopefully we can see some success, and hopefully I can uh, be part of that. So. Okay, yeah, it's going to be awesome. Now, last year with COVID-19, it caused a lot of problems with the whole team aspect being to hang out around each other, the team bondings, you guys said you were able to do a lot of game days this summer. Mm-hmm. How is that? Are you guys looking forward to doing more of those hangouts to bring the team together now that COVID-19 is kind of, those restrictions are slowly being lifted every day? Um, what is that kind of shaping out for the cross-country team? Last year, one thing I really admired about the cross-country team is that we were still able to like have a lot of camaraderie, even despite the social distance and the mask, um, which is really impressive to see. But now that we're coming out of this COVID year um, and precautions are a little bit less, um, I think it'll be really exciting so we can have more team bondings and we can really build our team as like a family. Um, I think it'll be fun this year. I think our team bondings will be bigger and better than ever. So I'm excited. Yeah, Yeah, I really think um, it'll be nice to get back to regular team bondings. And I think really the best part about the cross-country team, at least for me, is that we really are very inclusive towards um, the younger runners. So it's a really welcoming atmosphere, which makes the team bondings very enjoyable for um, each and every person, each and every runner that uh, can attend. And we just got back from a big team bonding event down in Decorah, Iowa. How did, from your guys' perspective, how did that trip go? And what are some takeaways that you have from it? And what did you guys see that we can look forward to moving forward in this season? I was really impressed with the amount of Raider spirit that I saw um, in the team down there. In Iowa, there was really there's just a lot of um, good team atmosphere, a lot of uh, cooperation between the teammates, and um, I think it's really shows a brightness um, that I think I at least was a little bit worried. I coming out of COVID, I didn't know how like connected people would be, um, being kind of isolated through quarantine. Um, but the runners really come together to help support each other and really um, 
help boost team atmosphere and uh, Raider spirit within our team. Yeah, down in Decorah, we just had a great time. I mean, we missed Decorah last year, and a lot of uh, a lot of the newer runners didn't go to Decorah, and they didn't really get to experience. But one of the things we do down in Decorah is we do a really hard hill workout, and then the next day we do a really like long run, which for most runners, that's their first like really hard workout, their first really big test. And I think the attitude put forward by almost every runner in Decorah was awesome. No one was complaining. Everyone just did their run, got a lot out of it, and really supported everyone else. So I think it was a major success, and I think everyone had just a blast. So Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I guess one of my final questions for you guys is, we had a lot of COVID-19 restrictions last year, as we talked about. They're kind of getting lifted here every day. What Are, are there any other restrictions that are going to be new this year or maybe going to be a little bit different than last year? that the team's going to have to kind of keep an eye out for? Um, we still do have to wear masks inside, but most of our activities like take place outside, so that's not really a big hamper. Um, we really um, still probably have to be pretty cautious around other teams at meets. Mm-hmm. I think meets are still um, staying small like they were last year. Really, I think mostly like only like four teams at max at a meet um, now, which is uh, pretty different from uh, years previous before COVID. Um, so I think um, that'll probably stay. We'll probably try and keep uh, pretty isolated from other teams just to keep down um, interactions uh, with other runners. One positive that did come out of COVID after all the terrible things, but one positive that did come out of COVID was that we got to host a home meet mm-hmm. um, because we had to keep things small. Um, so now that we we have a home meet and we're going to continue to do that, um, should be really exciting to uh, to have the Raiders here at home and uh, run. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think we're only going to face Faribault this year, but we're looking uh, into the future and seeing if we can grow that meet into into something really special. So, yeah, yeah. that's mm-hmm. awesome. We got you guys got their uh, first meet here in a couple of weeks against Rosemount or in Rosemount for a two mile meet and should be a good one. Thank Go you, Raiders! Mm-hmm. Dang right. <laughs> well, thank you, Mac and Will, for coming in today. I had a great time and. Have a great season. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We've got more sports coming up. You're listening to KYMN 95.1, The One. Hi, Dr. Michael Ritchie, Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Are you in the market for LASIK, thinking you'd like to minimize glasses and contacts? Well, you can find cut-rate LASIK centers and LASIK pricing anywhere. But if you want the best, come to Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. We use the latest state-of-the-art wavefront technology. It is all wavefront all the time. This is no cut-rate operation. I treat you like family. Ritchie Eye Clinic and LASIK Center. Heritage Dental Care is a general dental clinic that has been a part of the community for over 50 years. They specialize in a variety of dental procedures and services. Comfort and convenience are the hallmarks of Heritage Dental Care. New patients and emergencies are welcomed five days a week, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Make an appointment today with Drs. David Brust, David Buck, Amy Finn, or Michael Thompson. Are you in the market for a new home or considering remodeling your current home? Schmidt Homes and Schmidt Homes Remodeling should be your first and last call. Schmidt Homes, known for their innovative designs, uncompromising quality and craftsmanship, superior service while maintaining their reputation of fairness, honesty, and integrity for over 30 years. They're the only builder in the area to offer an in-house designer and a showroom to make your selections. They have over 30 new building lots available in Northfield. Check out their website at SchmidtHomes.com for more information. Borrowing money is a big deal, but Community Resource Bank is ready to help. 
Whether you're buying a car, purchasing a home, or fixing up your existing home, Community Resource Bank has answers for all your loan and mortgage questions. As an integral part of the Northfield, Cannon Falls, and Roseville communities, Community Resource Bank offers online solutions for business, residential, investment, and other lending products. Community Resource Bank. Let's bank together. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Good morning and welcome back to a regular wrap with Jimmy LaRue, AJ Reister. AJ will get us up to date here very, very shortly with all the scores and highlights from the week's activities for the Northfield Raiders. 66 sunshine on the way to 75 today. Low of around 64 tonight and a high again tomorrow of 85. And it's going to be a beautiful day today and tomorrow. Monday, a chance of some showers and thunderstorms throughout the day, a high of 75. And then for tomorrow night, looks like a continued showers or thunderstorms cooling off a little bit to around 50. Great chance to open up the windows and get some fresh air. Today is National Cleanup Day. Third Saturday in September is considered National Cleanup Day, and it encourages all of us to take a little bit of action to just pick up something around the place. Just think, what if everyone just picked up one piece of litter from coast to coast? That would be a huge, massive amount of litter picked up. Outdoor spaces free of trash and litter create a more enjoyable experience for everyone, and the preservation of our forefathers' legacy is up to all of us. So uh, pick it up. Create a team or uh, grab a friend or something. Take a little walk. And, uh, you know, if you see some trash, just pick it up and uh, make the world a more beautiful place. Speaking of a more beautiful place, where could you have a more beautiful place than the Raider Scoreboard with A.J. Reister? Welcome back to Raider Scoreboard on the Raider app right here on KYMN 95.1. The one, I'm your host, A.J. Reister, Raider Class of 2022. Let's run through some scores here real quick. The girls' tennis team beat Mankato East on Tuesday, shutting them out 7 to nothing, and they have a triangular this Saturday, today actually, against Faribault and Rochester Century. The boys' cross-country team lost to Faribault in their head-to-head meet 25-30. to Top three for the Raiders were Nathan Amundsen, who won the race, Carter Schloman, who took fifth, and Carter Steenblock, who took seventh. The girls' cross-country team won their head-to-head matchup against Faribault 22-35. The top three for the Raiders were Kaylee Graber, who won the race, Clara Lippert, who took third, and Claire Casson took fifth. The girls' soccer team lost to Owatonna on Tuesday 2-1. Ava Stanchina had the lone goal for the Raiders in that one. And on Thursday, uh, the girls' soccer team also lost to Rochester Century 5-1. Ava Stanchina again had the lone goal for the Raiders. The girls' soccer team currently sits at 0-7 on the season and are in dead last in the Big 9 Conference. The boys' soccer team lost to Owatonna on Tuesday 4-0, but beat Rochester Century on Thursday 3-2, where Tygen Hoff scored two goals and Pablo Gallardo scored another one. They now sit at 3-3 on the season and are in 10th place in the Big 9 Conference. The girls' swim and dive team lost to Rochester Century on Thursday 94 to 86 and are now 1 and 2 overall and they swim up against Minneapolis South today at the U of M at 10 a.m. and just last night the Raider football team beat the Rochester John Marshall Rockets 31 to 7 
In the first quarter, Ian Stanton ran it in from the one-yard line for his first touchdown of the night. In the second, Jaden Weefel drilled a 28-yard field goal to make it 10 to nothing. In the third, Josh Voigt ran in a 37-yard touchdown to make it 17 to nothing. Then the big play of the night, Soren Richardson's 89-yard bomb to take Jernell all the way to the house to make it 24 to nothing. Then in the fourth, Ian Stanton ran it in again, this time from 12 yards out to make it 31 to nothing. And the final score came out to 31-7 in favor of the Raiders. The Raiders are now 2-1 and one on the season and are in fourth place in the Big Nine Conference. That's all I have for you on the Raiders scoreboard. We've got more sports coming up for you right here on KYMN 95.1, The One. Since 1876, Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Agency has proudly offered homeowners insurance to our area. With Wanamingo Mutual Insurance Company, all decisions are made locally so you can expect quick, responsive claim service with small-town customer service by agents who know your name. For homeowners or farm combination packages, along with fire, wind, or auto insurance quotes, contact an insurance company that knows you by name, not your policy number. That's Wanamingo Insurance Agency in Wanamingo at wgomutual.com. Professional Pride Realty is Northfield's only locally owned and operated realty company. Professional Pride Realty has experienced local agents with first-hand knowledge of the ever-changing markets. The Realtors and staff at Professional Pride are longtime members of the community and provide a wealth of knowledge of the local markets. They're genuine people who build genuine relationships. Whether it's time to sell your current home or looking to buy or upgrade to a new home, let Professional Pride and their accomplished team help you through the entire process from start to to finish professional pride realty providing you with good information to make good decisions the Northfield Public Library invites everyone to join us for the 2021 Hispanic Heritage Celebration. La Biblioteca Pública de Northfield los invita a celebrar la herencia hispana 2021. Held on Saturday, September 18th from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. at Central Park. Sábado, 18 de septiembre de 11 a 6 de la tarde en el Parque Central. This year's event is sponsored by... Este evento está patrocinado por... The Friends and Foundation of the Northfield Public Library. The City of Northfield, Northfield Rotary Club, Carleton College, the Human Rights Commission, Apple Autos, Community Resource Bank, St. Olaf College, and Neighbors United. Hope to see you there. Los esperamos. Hi, this is Paul Ryland from Johnson Ryland Homes. We have a new housing development with really large single-family lots and twin home lots in the Elko area called Pete's Hill. It's the highest point in Scott County, and we'd love to have you come out during the Parade of Homes this fall, September 11th to October 3rd. Hit our website today, jrbr.builders. Johnson Ryland Builders and Remodelers, where custom-built homes meet your budget and your dreams. And uh, welcome back to the Raider Wrap. That's a wrap. It's all over, but the crying. Well, not really. A couple minutes in front of 11 o'clock. Temperature's about 66. It's going to keep on climbing today. It's going to be a beautiful, beautiful, sunshiny day. High today of around 75. Light winds this afternoon. Tonight, mostly clear. Low around 64. Tomorrow, you're going to wake up with sunshine again and a high of 85. It's going to get a little breezy in the afternoon, though. South winds will pick up to 15 to 20 with gusts in the 30 to 35 mile an hour range. So, uh, you know, uh, keep a tight uh, grip on that kite string. 
tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow night looks like mostly clear and a low around 66, so another beautiful evening. Monday gets a little dicey with a chance of some showers and thunderstorms throughout the early morning hours and then showers and possibly a thunderstorm after 2 o'clock, high of around 75. Winds pick up out of the uh, south at 10 to 15, again with gusts 25 to 30. Chance of precipitation 80% for Monday. We'll see how that all pans out. So we will also have um, some plenty of uh, moisture, it looks like, on Monday night as well. Possibly a thunderstorm, mainly before 2 o'clock. Then a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms after 2, a low of around 50. For Tuesday, it looks like a 20% chance of showers again and a high of 62 only. Yeah, cooling off a little bit there. Then Tuesday night, 43 for the low. Wednesday, warming back up to 64, Thursday to 71. And Friday, sunshine and a high near 70. Like I said, uh, we're at 66 now, right here on KYMN. Jimmy LaRue, bidding you adieu. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Everyone is welcome to enjoy the Minnesota Horse and Hunt Club restaurant. Where the- enjoy weekends with Wendy, Saturday and Sunday mornings here on The One. Jessica Paxton with you, host of All Wheel Drive weekdays, 3 until 7 p.m. here on 95 The One.